right. Well, um, yeah, this is Master of Self. Welcome. I'm Keon Brown. Uh, so grateful to have you one more time. Uh, this is episode five. My boy Jordan is here. Thank you for being here. Absolutely, man. Um, what are we talking about today? We're having a conversation amongst friends about something, some things that will elevate us in our lives. And that's why we're here going on the journey together. You know, how many people do you think think that they're alone on their journey? You know, oh, you got to put the wine down. I got Okay, so this one. Cabernet Sauvignon. I don't know the name of it. I'll probably put it in the thing. Are we getting sponsored this time? This is, is we, are we sponsored today? <laughs> I think the sponsorship's uh, the move right yes. now. Yes. Drink some wine. Um, alone. Okay, so when we say alone on a journey, uh, on a journey, right, I think everyone feels alone to a certain degree. Um, even if you have a great team behind you, even if you know that your family is behind you, even if you know that your friends have your back, there are going to be times in your journey where you feel alone because even with your family, with your team, they can't walk that same path with you. They can help you, right? But eventually that door is going to shut and you're going to be in your room by yourself alone. I think that's very important that people um, have some sort of you know, faith in themselves, faith in, I think, a tremendous uh, a boon for us is having faith in something greater than ourselves so that when that door shuts, we're never truly feeling alone. Yeah. And then also uh, there's there's alone time, but then there's l- loneliness. Mm. There's having iso- isolating yourself and being comfortable in a space of isolation or being by yourself as opposed to being lonely. Yeah. And I think both, you need to be comfortable with both. Loneliness is a tough thing to master. Yeah. Loneliness is very tough to master. And it's, it's pretty unnatural for us, I think as human beings, because all through our ancestry, we've lived in groups. We've had, you know, you're born into your family, whatever family that is, however big or small, it might just be, you know, for myself, most of the time, it was just myself, my brothers, and my mother, our mother. Mm. You know, so I, in that capacity, we never felt alone. But, you know, I'm four years older than my uh, younger brother. So we were never in the same school at the same time. Mm-hmm. When I switched schools from, you know, from the city to a rural area, I did feel lonely. Also, nobody else looked like me, right? Like That part. I stand out. I'm the only biracial person, not to mention black person that goes to this school full of white people. Yeah. You know, I did feel some loneliness there. Yeah. And I think even inside of loneliness, we, we are as humans, we are hardwired for connection. Yes. We are, we're supposed to connect, yes. you know, and that's why I have problems with, you know, solitary confinement. And, and, and other tools, even, even in punishing your children when you, you know, send them away, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, that's, I'm not telling people how to parent, but I will say, if you think about it very deeply, uh, if you're sending them away to reflect, you know, as opposed to bringing them in and having a conversation about what you did, the impact that it had, and then you can make an acknowledgement and have some corrective action. It's just very different. I wasn't raised that way, uh, but in my journey, <laughs> in my <laughs> right. journey, but in my journey, I, I have seen it done very well. Yeah. And then I understand, even inside of leadership, how you provide corrective action and feedback, and then look to have something be different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not in punishing and going away and banishing to the rafters. Right. It's come here. Let's talk about it. Matter of fact, uh, in New York, I heard about this African proverb where they, uh, the, the, this tribe, creates a song 
for their child when they're born, right? Okay. And every milestone in their lives, they play that song. They sing that song. That's your song. Wow. And then even when you, when you fall and you, and you stumble and you make a mistake and you break a law or you do something that is not good, uh-huh. they, they sing the song. You know, and they and the village comes around you. Each of those things, when you're celebrating, when it's when it's painful, when when something happens, they surround you and they sing the song. And this is this very beautiful kind of like tradition of of leading with love. Yeah, leading with love. Man, on uh, with your own theme song. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. Can like, I have my own theme song, please. Yo, listen. I just come out, play the song for me. Every yeah. time I get dressed, play the song for me. And then when you mess up, they <laughs> play, play the, the song, song for me. me. Well, we were talking about earlier about being patient. Yes. And how that's something that you're, you know, working through. I'm working through it too. Uh, you said that there are some tools that you use uh, in your in your mastery of patience. Put us on. Okay. So, right when we spoke earlier, um, one of the things that came to mind about that. So, so right before we, you know, turned the cameras on, we were discussing how. Um, Freedom rarely ever lends itself to discipline, but discipline usually always lends itself to freedom. Say that again. Freedom never truly lends itself to discipline, but discipline always lends itself to freedom. If you can... Okay, like when we go to the gym, right? Most people wake up at whatever, 6 o'clock in the morning. 5 (laughs) o'clock. And they're like, yo... (laughs) Trying to, you know, convince the do the mental gymnastics to say, okay, well, this is why I shouldn't go, or I'm gonna have to drag myself into it. If your mind is telling you, I don't want to do this, let's just stay in bed, let's just call the trainer, let's just skip it today, we'll do it again next week, it's fine. Once you get in there, if you bring yourself to the facility, that's step one, you showed up. Yeah. If you get down and you start doing those push-ups and doing those sit-ups and working with your person. That's step two. Your mind is going to be saying mid push up, let me down, let me down. I don't want to push anymore. <laughs> but if you tell yourself that's not what we're doing today and you use your body as the as the, you know, as the fixture or as the catalyst, your mind is going to adapt. It's, it has no other choice. Indeed. It's got no other choice. So if we say so bring this back to patience, right? Many times when I know that patience would be the right, the right tool for the job, if you will, I don't want it, right? Mm. Like the other day, right? Uh, my girlfriend and I, we were going to a, to a small concert. My buddy, he's in a rock band. So I go over to <laughs> grab us a couple drinks. We already know where this is going. So I go over, <laughs> come over. There's a guy and he's wanting to talk to her. Now, effectively, I wanted to be impatient. My my small mind was telling me, you need to go and insert yourself in between them right now and make, you know, but my higher self mm-hmm. said, you know what, let's see what they're talking about. <laughs> let's see what we're talking about. You still wanted to know. Still wanted to know. <laughs> Come to find out. <laughs> this guy, he's got a, you know, this guy is uh, talking about jewelry, right? They're talking about jewelry because she's just so happened to start her own jewelry business. Nice. And I'm like, so if I would have listened to my lower self and been impatient, I could have just ruined a, a good, you know, sale or connection or, you yeah. know, potential buyer, potential customer. Yeah. What is it that has us um, act out against being patient? What do we get out of it? 
to be impatient or to interrupt or to, you know, break flow. You know, even there's Instagram things about people who are trying to meditate and I try to meditate. I do yoga twice a week. So, you know, you you know, the meme is me trying to meditate. And then my brain is like, you know, there's so much going on Mm -hmm. in in the brain. And we uh, either lack the ability or won't practice quieting the mind. And it's very much a learned learned kind of thing. Yeah. What do we get out of it? Why do we act on impulse so so easily? I think. Part of it has to do, and you know, tell me if you agree or not, right? But I think a lot of it has to do with survival. Mm. Instinctually, we want to be able to make split second decisions so that, you know, if we are in danger or we are, you know, scarce for food, we need to make a move right now. You know, if like, if I'm walking across the street, let's say I'm driving, right? And I need to switch lanes. I can be patient and I can wait for somebody to, you know, give me an opening or I can be in Los Angeles and I need to bully my way over right now. It's got to happen. I think part of it is, I think part of it is very beneficial, actually, Mm. that impulsivity that, you know, being able to make those split second decisions, but overwhelmingly use it or lose it, right? Patience Mm. begets patience. Okay. When we exercise that muscle, it's going to get bigger. You're going, things won't bother you as much. When I was young, when I was a teenager, if somebody was, you know, you know, in high school, people, kids are crazy. They talk all kinds, they talk crazy. <laughs> they do. Somebody would say something to me and I would get upset. Now, as an adult, having exercised my patience, you can call me any name in the book and I'll wait till you're finished <laughs> before I walk away. Wow. And calmly disengage. Calmly disengage. That's what's up. Yes. That's what's up. Yes. Well, one thing that I learned on my journey, uh, I call it my order of operations for living. Okay. Okay. First, you dream. Then you speak. Then you believe what you say. And then you achieve. Dream. Speak believe it achieve it look at you yes dream speak believe achieve and i love that because it's like that's that is how we accomplish our goals and what we don't say in that is have the due diligence to do the hard work right right (laughs) get up early go do it even though you don't want to uh all that stuff is implied in there and in the achievement Mm -hmm. um also one thing i learned is i call it the ramp before you react Use the ramp. Okay. What's the ramp? <laughs> Relax. Assess. Measure. Measure. Proceed. Proceed. So the patience part is all throughout that. Yes. Uh, because we'll automatically go and do something really quickly because we want to be the first or we want to uh, act on our natural kind of gifting or our natural responses. But if you just pause, if you just relax for a moment and do like a... Uh, a breath and just just sit for a moment if something's happened to you you can spare within reason yes you can spare 5 10 15 20 30 seconds to just sit and then assess the situation rationally and then measure the what can happen if you choose this way or that way and then once you're settled then you proceed 
So. And it makes you sound a whole lot smarter. Why? That pregnant pause. <laughs> yes, pregnant pause. Said, Absolutely. Look, you, you, you get into that situation with somebody. You know what? Right? So I could have just as easily responded immediately. Take that second. Now I take myself more seriously because I've had a moment to consider. The public is very forgiving. They will give you a moment to collect yourself. Take stock. Really evaluate what it is that you want to achieve in this moment. Look at the different options because in any situation, you've got 20,000 different roads. Take the two that are closest to you or the three or the four, perhaps. Look at those. Assess them. Take the path that is most right for you. Yeah. Go up that ramp like that. I like that ramp. Yeah, before you react, use the ramp. Because if you, if you, if you react, it's a reaction if it's immediate. If you respond, you have had a moment to collect. Mm. You have had a moment to reflect. So being a more responsive individual has helped me in this season of my life. I've had many seasons of being reactionary, you know? Absolutely. And so that kind of distinction comes from practice and a Absolutely. lot of pain. And I'm so grateful for, you know, to be in the space where I'm just like, I can do what you do. You know, somebody says something to me and I'm not going to react. I'm going to see them for, you know, I can look at them and have a different perspective. And I have another story about I was okay. teaching a class and it was a bunch of middle school kids. And this girl, she says, you know, can we talk about bullies? And I'm like, all right, what well, you want to talk about bullies? All right. She was like, well, I think bullies are just victims of broken dreams. And I'm looking at her like, who are you, little girl? Wow. You know, you're not wow. from here. Or you've been here before. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so we dissected that. And I was like, can you elaborate, please? And she was like, well, if they are, are, that's all they know how to do is break dreams because they have been broken. Their dreams have been broken. So thereby, they only know how to break dreams. I was like, Jesus. That is, that's profound. And then it's like. You face the bully in your life, and it could be anything. It could be a boss. It could be yourself. You look at the you look at that person who's speaking. It might they might occur as angry, but really it's they're hurt. So how you handle that is you just speak directly to what's underneath and not what's obvious. The right. obvious thing is what you think it is. It's like oh no, that's not even it. And that's the response, right? Like responding, you know, or reacting rather. That's the reaction to react directly to that. But if yep. we are able to. Look at the ramp. Understand what it... You can talk to the bully and say, ah, oh, don't bully me. That, that, that. Is everything okay at home? Boom. I see you. I got you. Right. How can I support you? What? Let's work this out. Yeah. Let's work it out. Hurt people hurt people. That's a Boom. common phrase. Right? We got a lot of nuggets today. We, have, we just have a ding every time something pops up. Right. This is dope. There's a lot of dings today. Yeah, we got to get the village to sing our song, man, every time, man. Well, you're an artist, so you should write, come on, write a song. See, you know what? I want to hear, like, hear your song. What would your song be? You don't have to do it right now, but you should make your own song that every time we, you know, saying something happens, you reflect on it. It's your meditation music. When you're hurt, you, you play it. When you're happy, when you get, you know, have an achievement, you know, every birthday, every holiday, I'm going to do it. I should do it. I'm going to do it. We should do it. Everybody, we should, every single person needs to write their own theme song. Yeah. Put that song, have it in your head. Yeah. I think um there is uh there's there's also a great space for 
and this is this is you know a little side note because I'm thinking having a having a dissertation with somebody having a conflict with somebody that is profitable mm. right like having I should I should, I'll think to word it better in a moment but having a a a progressive dialogue with somebody even if you're you're in disagreement right because like gordon ramsay right let's think of somebody like gordon ramsay he's on these shows doing these things now on the surface level he seems upset right with you call this a flambe like (laughs) right he seems now out of my kitchen get out right but he's talking now when he's on like you know a show like kitchen nightmares he's talking to these people and they are having a dissertation that is very uncomfortable by the end of it they are far better than when they came out yeah i think we should be able to look at the people in our lives our brothers our sisters our family members even ourselves and have those tough conversations so that we can come out better because it's all too easy to avoid them Mm. right or say i can meditate this away or read your self-help book. And you should. We should yeah, be meditating. We should be. Absolutely. But there is no amount of self-care that is going to make you come out a better person. You need to have that tough conversation. Yeah. Have the tough conversation with your mom, your dad, your spouse, yourself, especially yourself first. Anything, because I have stuff on this. Uh, what would you say to people who... In, in hearing you say that they're thinking about a difficult conversation they need to have, what's the first step uh, after they have identified with whom and with what? Talk to yourself. All right. Talk to yourself. Look yourself in the mirror. Because wh- I feel like personally, once I'm okay with who I am in this moment, I'm going to have a much more fruitful conversation with whoever that person is, whoever that entity is. If I'm able to recognize that, okay, this is the problem that I have with them. This is how I would like it to be solved. But also giving myself the freedom to say there could be different outcomes. Hmm. Give myself the freedom to compromise. Compromise is not always the right thing. Sometimes you don't want to get taken advantage of, right? Sometimes in being that, you know, being that way, you, you can come off as rude to yourself if you're not giving yourself the freedom to, to compromise. Wow. I love that. I love that. I think in addition to that, um, when you have to have a difficult, when you are going to have a difficult conversation, grounding the conversation is very, very helpful. Mm. Setting the intention with the conversation. Because if, if it's a difficult conversation, Say it's a difficult conversation. Ground yourself. Hey, um, this is a difficult conversation. Um, my intention is, and then say your intention. My intention is for us to, you know, get past this and grow from it, and 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 be stronger together at the on the other side of this conversation. I'll play devil's advocate. Oh, I love that because there are times where, okay, like if I'm making a song, right. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to show my friends this song or my family this song. And I say, okay, so it's in development right now. I'm working on it. Just play the song. Just play the song because now you've already set me up for an expectation that I may (laughs) or may not have. It's like when somebody says no offense. But so what you're telling me is I don't want you to be offended, but I'm going to offend you anyway. That is a that is definitely a perspective that I respect. 
And I think, yes, some people like myself need it flat. Tell me now, what is it? Let's go. Right. Fine. I think having a little coverage, a little covering over it, or a little preface, a little tee up, if you will, mm-hmm. supports, especially if you've experienced trauma or if you experience something where you're not trying to just like throw it in someone's face, you know? Uh, there's an opportunity to say, hey, this is it. And it doesn't have to be dramatic. It can say, hey, what's up, Jay? Uh, this is a difficult conversation. Hey, the other day you said something to me and it hurt my feelings. Right. You know, um, my intention is to be your friend and for us to be, you know, have a mutually beneficial relationship. Uh, and moving forward, if you could not talk to me that way. I apologize. And I accept your apology. Right. Right. You know Absolutely. Absolutely. So you've kind of flattened it. So, it's, you know, people can be dramatic and be like, oh, I got something to say. We got to talk. I hate that text. We need to talk. Yeah. Okay. About what? And then I'm like, what you got to talk about? What's <laughs> right, going on? Uh, right. uh, uh, you might as well just wait until you see me and then and then do that. But yeah. anyway, I love the, 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 there's multiple perspectives and different ways to handle these things. Absolutely. But I think if we wrap it back to patience, um, being patient with yourself, being patient with the other person, mm-hmm. um, being patient with uh, the outcome, not developing as fast as you may want it to. Mm-hmm. Because you may be clear in your brain and in your mind and your spirit after you say something, but then there's a response, there's a reaction. There's someone has to take it in and reflect and kind of there's a, there's an immediate response, and then there's a the next day you be like, dang, I just got what you said yesterday. Yeah, yep. So you have to be patient with the whole scenario. Absolutely, absolutely. I think um, patient with yourself, patient with the other person, patient with the outcome, patience it. The, pace, the freedom that patience gives you is a gift that cannot be taken away, right? It gives you the freedom to say, you know what? Maybe I don't like it. That's all right. Maybe I, the fact is we can't, we can't change most things that are happening around us. You can control what you eat. If you're an adult that, you know, cooks for yourself, you can control what you're going to wear. These are the there are very few things that we have control over and being impatient does not help with any of the things that we can't. Patience gives you the gift of freedom, whereas you can view the world as it is and be okay with it. Be okay with it. Be okay with it. Patience also is a product of maturity. Now, is it a product of maturity or does it lead to maturity? I say it could be both. I I, I think it I can see it both ways. Right. I think that uh, it can be the reward. It could be the uh, what you get from it, or you need to have it to have it. You need to have. I think I have as I've matured, I've become more patient. Right. <laughs> That's me. Let's think about a lot of our grandparents. Right. Oh man. They get older. They become much less patient. Sure. The opposite is true. Right. I think there's a level of cynicism. Um, that word cynicism being people being cynical yeah cynicism yeah yeah. uh being patient will keep you from being cynical (laughs) Mm. Mm. (laughs) because i can get cynical about many things but i'm just like let me just look at you for who you are let me look behind this facade this mask that you're wearing whatever's going on in my life okay you got stuff going on you said that out of hurt you said that you know from a different place i'm not going to really i'm not going to interact with that Cause I know that's just the surface thing. I want to go deep. I want to go beyond that. And I couldn't do that back in the day. Yeah. That came from me. Uh, first of all, picking myself apart and being my worst critic. Right. I don't watch these videos 
once they're done. Let's talk about that in a second. Oh, we're going to unpack that now? Yeah. We're, yeah. Okay, let's unpack it. Okay. So, I, when I, uh, when I do make music, I don't like listening to the songs. I will, like, if it's just, like, me and my girl at home, yeah, I will. When I come out of the studio, I'm kind of hyped up, like, yeah, I want to show people. I hate the way my voice sounds yeah. to me. Yeah. Everybody else might like it. I'm like, oh, man, you know what? It's not, I don't like that. When I do, uh, you know, when I'm auditioning or making audition tapes, I don't watch them. I, what is that? I don't know. I, it's something difficult to put my finger on, I'll say. Yeah. You're confident in your ability. Right. You're excited about what you're doing. Right. You believe in yourself. Uh, for me, it's this, it's, it's, this is live. We're shooting this live. Mm -hmm. We're having a real experience with one another this is a conversation that is organic and, and and not scripted so i feel like doing it one time is what it is yeah and then we're gonna link up and i'll go to your restaurant i'll come to the studio and we'll have another moment but this yeah. is a moment and then we get to share it with everybody and i'll move on to the next moment and be in it right yeah be in it because if i'm thinking about uh what's this gonna look like on later on uh, well now i'm distracted yeah so now why don't you watch them when they're finished I know myself and I'm going to be really critical about everything from me not wearing shoes right now to the background here and to my hair and what I'm wearing. And I'm, you know, I'm going to multi, I'm going to dissect every single piece and, it, and it's going to take away the beauty of what we're talking about. Fair enough. Fair enough. And it's not because I don't, I'm not confident in myself and who I am. It's just that um, I want this to be excellent and I want it to, and I can only do what I can do. And each, each time the team, we look at it and there's, there's advice, there's feedback, and then we make the next one better. <laughs> That's right. all we can do with it. You got to know yourself. Yeah. You got to know yourself, right? And I find so often, this is one of the problems that the traps people fall into using things like social media, right? Because it's not just looking at other people, but when you look at yourself that often, it's very unnatural to spend six seven hours in front of a mirror yeah we wouldn't do that yeah. but you see yourself constantly scrolling scrolling looking and now you're already critical of yourself now you're even more critical now that you say that i think that you kind of hit it on the head i'm the same way like i would rather take the advice of the people around me and yeah. understand what it is be in the moment be organic i was in new york city the first time i went to new york city I was probably, I want to say in seventh grade, eighth grade, something like that. We went up to the top of the Empire State Building. Oh, nice. Um, amazing view. Um, if you haven't been in New York, shout out to New York. Definitely. Um, at the top of the Empire State Building and all my classmates, you know, they're just in awe, right? Like we're, you know, we're from a small city hours away from this, but we've never seen anything like this. Wow. Everybody's pulling out their phones. They're taking pictures. They had camera. You know, back then, a lot of people had cameras. <laughs> they had cameras. With the thing, you're going to put take it to yeah, the drugstore. Yeah, got to flick it up. So <laughs> get it developed later on. And as I started to pull out my phone to take a photo, I overheard the guy next to me. I think his name was Taylor. The guy next to me, he just he was looking out at it very stoically. And that's the kind of guy that he was. And he said, you know what? He said this out loud. He said, this is for my eyes only. And it struck me. Wow. I immediately put my phone away and I said, yeah. Wow. Very much speaks to something like this. We're in the moment. Enjoy the moment. Yeah. We want to think about tomorrow. We want to think we thought about yesterday. Yeah. We lived through it. You were there. Stop thinking about it. 
be right here, be here now. Like yeah. the present is a gift, we always say, right? Indeed, indeed. And just wrapping it up and, and bringing it back to patience. And it's like, um, <laughs> if you are focusing too much on your past, you'll miss out on what's happening right in front of you. Mm -hmm. Same thing, if you focus too much on the future, you're not fully present. And there's so much that is happening right now that needs you right now, your full focus and your full attention. Yeah. Um, and so be patient with yourself and be, be patient with the vision. That's my, that's my piece, being patient with the vision. Mm -hmm. I want it done right now. Right. You know, and it's, it's not designed to be that way. If, if I got all my dreams tomorrow and I woke up tomorrow and all my dreams and all the things on my vision board were complete, you know, I don't know what I would do. I, I probably have to go and do a new vision board um, <laughs> immediately. But I don't but I don't know if I'll appreciate it totally if it just happens on my, it happens tomorrow and overnight. It's like a microwave blessing or a microwave vision. Yeah. You know, the the the, the joy is in the journey the yeah. joy and the is in the it's everything you're experiencing every day yeah big time big time and that's what that is a, so i guess we'll make that the second gift you know besides freedom that's what patience gives you um it gives you the ability to have joy in your life to have joy in the experiences to have joy in the times that you fail the times where you messed up you said the wrong thing those moments where oh you know what oh, i wish i would have said that Oh, I could have said this. Oh, I could have handled this differently. Patience gives us the ability to do that and move on and not get stuck there. Because when you get stuck there because of your impatience and you wanting to be perfect right now, have that vision board filled right now, have your dreams in your pocket right now, have that car right now, you, you've a fit, you might as well be AI. Mm. <laughs> AI is artificial intelligence. Yeah, you gotta tell. You gotta, you know, right, tell yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not real. Not real. It's based on uh, algorithms and not feelings and emotions. It's, it's it's based on something that has just been calculated. Yeah, artificially. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't give up your humanity. Never mm -hmm. give up your humanity. Patience. Well, patience is a tool. It is a weapon that will help you take that back. We're gonna leave it there. Patience is a it's a tool. It's, it's a, a tool. weapon. It's a weapon. It's a weapon. Patience is a weapon that you can use. Yes. Thank you, Jay. Jordan, y'all follow Jordan. I mean, this is these conversations have changed me. Each one that we've had has really changed me. Each time as I see the comments and I get to talk to the real people that I'm talking to, that I'm interviewing or yeah. have a conversation with. Yeah. It's just I've not had these kind of conversations before. Yeah, I've talked about the topic. Of course but having real life conversations like this with people is a beautiful thing it it is enriching for all parties involved there's a reason why uh we are so why people love podcasts mm. when i was a kid my dad he used to listen to podcasts all the time sometimes he would put me on if he heard something that he thought i'd be interested in and you know back what late 90s early 2000s Podcasts were kind of catching on, but it, not like the medium that we see today, where this it's like it's almost like television. Yeah, that's how often we use them, and I think that for what you just said, these real conversations that change you, these are conversations that people will have in private that you may or may not hear about. You, you know, like you might forget about it. 
there is nothing better than real human connection undeterred unbothered unimposed it doesn't get any better leaving it there man thank you absolutely thank you for being here this is master of self if you're interested in sponsoring our program we're open to that so uh hit us up um and it's just grateful to be on the journey with you as we all become master of self take care